0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Two migrants crossing the southern border to be an invasion. Telling the Fox Business Network it would empower border state governors to defend their states.
1: We're losing 300 Americans every day from fentanyl poisoning. Uh, human trafficking is actually exploding because of our open southern border. For $10 billion,
2: we could complete our border and save up to the 70,000 lives. We're losing every 12 months because of fentanyl that comes through ports of entry and over our southern border.
3: Randy Todler, hosts the Randy Todler Show weekdays 4 to 6 here on the radio station. Which So yesterday, so October 3rd, here's the bottom line. Let's start with traffic first. Uh, Marshy, uh, what, what can you tell us about because uh, we've got a couple of issues here in mid-Missouri this morning.
1: Yeah, we're hearing reports from Lister's uh, westbound 54 coming into the Jefferson City, Missouri River Bridge. Uh, apparently multiple accidents. And they said traffic was backed up on 54 all the way up to Pomp's tire. So you may want to take it easy and let this all get cleaned up and cleared out. Yeah, and John, I can
0: confirm that. there's There's been at least two, and I'd like listeners to tell me, I've, I just got off the phone with the dispatchers in Jefferson City. There are at least two. They said a few, so at least two. And John described that the southbound 54 and 63, they run together near the Jefferson City, near the Missouri River Bridge. Those wrecks are in Callaway County near the city limits however cosmo at y107 is getting li- calls from listeners as well that also say that they're in the northbound lanes the dispatcher only is aware of southbound but if, i'm assuming this is these are weather related but traffic is a mess
3: and the other reason i love our wake up mid-missouri family people are texting us pictures of the tri-level that's, right now thank you guys we love you, man. Randy Tobler hosts the Randy Tobler Show. I want to bottom line this thing for you. What happened yesterday as it relates to trying to protect our country from illegal immigration and the terrorists that are coming through from other countries and the fentanyl that is coming. And it makes its way to mid-Missouri and it killed at least 25 younger people just in at least Boone County last year. So, October 3rd, Alejandro America's goes, border is secure. Border is fine. October 4th, there is an immediate and an acute need. To protect our border. That's a true story. And I hope that's the fact you tell your uh, progressive friends today. We don't need to complain about Biden. We can point out facts. Just simple facts. We can do it politely. And I think that will push a conservative message more effectively. Just my opinion. Uh, So that happened yesterday. Joe Biden, despite the Supreme Court and other courts saying, Joe, you can't just wipe out student debt. You can't do it. He's tried to find another loophole. Randy Tobler hosts the Tobler Show weekdays 4 to 6 here on the radio station. Which one of those two things surprises you more—the uh, fact that October third the border is secure, October fourth there is an immediate and acute need for a wall, or that Biden is trying again for student loan forgiveness—which one surprises you more?
2: You know, uh, well, neither surprised me at all. But the, uh, but I guess the biggest surprise is that they would uh, that at least have some some realization, some touch with reality that the border is a disaster. I mean, both in in our citizens. Uh, safety terms, our economic terms, but also just in a, in a sovereignty uh, status. Not to mention, I mean, the fentanyl that's coming across. So, yeah, I mean, the, the fact that they would actually, you know, there might be someone, someone on that side of the fence, meaning politically the Democrats, that actually would agree that maybe there's something that needs to be done. It is a disaster. You know what really, what doesn't surprise me though, Brandon, and thank you for saying fentanyl properly, why do, why do the majority of politicians call it fentanyl? It's not fentanyl. It's fentanyl. It's a little thing, but I mean, come on, guys, get it right. They do that quite often, don't they? Yes, (laughs) and you get it right. You get it right. I mean, that's because you you take attention to detail. What is wrong with our politicians and the people that are communicating with them? It's a little thing. Hold up, up, Randy. Hold up.
3: Right, Randy. Hold up. Hold up. Just just a second. Uh, We want to. Sir. uh, Hannah wants to. fact check she wants to run it through the ministry of truth a statement that you just made
4: uh randy are you feeling all right you just said you just said that brandon pays attention to detail <laughs> have you met him well yeah
2: So well, brandon does pay attention, at least to the things that are important to randy he pays attention to detail all
3: right uh i'm sorry huh. <laughs> interesting Go on. What was the question we asked you three minutes ago?
2: So, what what, what, what surprises you most? I think I think the flip flop on, on security, border security, yeah. from from anyone in the Democrat Party is surprising.
3: Well, and you've had people like Eric Adams saying, "Joe, you got to do something." Democrat Congressman in <laughs> Texas, uh, out of Texas, Henry Cuellar, for several years, been begging Biden, please. Yeah. People in Chicago are going to these meetings say, "Why are you throwing money at illegal immigrants and we're hurting here?" And uh, and, and I, I applaud new york Mayor, uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, he says, we have an abundance of compassion for human beings. We do not have an abundance of resources, and that 's a fact that most of these Democrats and progressives can 't get their um, heads heads around
0: Randy, I uh, want to ask you and, and appreciate the discussion about the uh, the, the southern border very important uh, here in Columbia. Uh, Brandon and I were all over story this week, and I, I broke it here on the radio station. A kidnapping suspect in Jefferson City was out on bond, on bond for kidnapping in Jefferson City. And he's accused of using an AK-47 style weapon, folks, that comes straight out of the court documents to shoot a guy at Cosmo Park on Saturday. He also has warrants out in Kansas City. So we got a guy with warrants out in Kansas City. He's out on bond for kidnapping in Jefferson City, carrying allegedly carrying an AK-47 in Columbia, shooting a guy at a park full of people at a soccer field. Randy, your response,
2: Brian? I uh, I'm actually feeling really good about that today. It would have upset me had Barbara Buffalo not announced. A violence prevention uh, department in the city of Columbia, which I hope, uh, I hope Jefferson City will emulate, because that will be the solution to all of our problems. Now, if you can't see, I have my tongue so far <laughs> stuck in my cheek that I can't even you know talk. What in the world is going on? Why can't we have a both and? If we let's concede that there are liberal enclaves in this mid-Missouri, largely in Columbia, Missouri. I don't I don't consider Jefferson City a uh, a liberal place, but Let's just say there are liberal enclaves. There are enough liberals around making their voices heard that we just need to have sort of a social uh, approach to this, right? This is all about, uh, you know, past sins of the fathers. And it's a, you know, we just need to consider where these people are growing up and let's be soft on them and let's cuddle them and enable them and let's let them out because they'll be better. If we're just nice to them, they'll be nice to everyone else. Okay. Even if we concede that. Where is the public safety responsibility that is the first, prime, only priority, uh, pinnacle, zenith, that is the priority of public officials? They are derelict in their duty when they are not supporting police officers. Should I mention the ARPA funds, (laughs) hazard pay? Should I mention 36 or is it 37 37. officers down in Columbia? 37. what in the world is going on? I mean, look, I'll, I'll concede, let's, let's work. And I, and I had Kanye Heath on who has a great program going. I think we do need to look at some of the basic root causes of where this crime and the, the pension for it is coming from. But once people get into this kind of a cycle where they're in and out of prison and we're enabling this and it becomes normal for a large swath of our population, I'm sorry. We got to put the hammer down. And it's just time for hammer time, and we're not we're not fulfilling that side of the equation.
3: And another challenge with these Democrats and Republicans and progressives, like the man Barbara Buffalo, really nice. She's a sweet person. She really is. But uh, when you say things and you're quoted in the Missouri and saying, "Well, there's cities like Baltimore and Kansas City that do this," and so I open up Baltimore News, crime is up. Kansas City News, crime is up. The the, the, the people like. Like that, people that think that way, people like Joe Biden, uh they it's just such a poor argument because you point to places where it's not working. We're gonna do the same thing here. Our guest yeah, this morning yeah. here, Randy Tobler, <laughs> uh on Wake Up Mid Missouri. He hosts the Randy Tobler show weekdays from four to six.
1: Randy, flipping it back to politics. Uh we know you commented plenty about the Kevin McCarthy situation, how that all went down on Capitol Hill. Where do you think that's headed? Who do you think is going to be the next speaker? I
2: I think one place it's headed is the grassroots base of the Republican Party is going to probably thump and primary many of those people that didn't support the Gates eight. On the other hand, someone somewhere, an adult in that room that is philosophically aligned with the Gates eight, but maybe not as brash and not as overtly politically ambitious as Matt Gates need to reach out to him and say hey dude we agree with you but you know let's play the long game here mm-hmm. stop the self-aggrandizing political hyperbole mm-hmm. let's let's get together and let's get something done as true constitutional conservatives. Is that guy Jim Jordan? Is it Byron Donalds? Is it Steve Scalise? I don't know. I'm literally praying that they don't grab defeat from the jaws of victory politically because the momentum, whether it's border security, public safety, the economy, is absolutely on the side of conservatism. I literally am praying for the good of this country and my children and their children that they can get together and advance the cause. They've lost so much momentum in this thing. It's just, I have mixed emotions. I am philosophical 100% sure. with the Gates 8. I just think tactically they
3: made a mistake in this one. Well, and it was interesting. Somebody was bringing up facts about Gates. They talk about him and the young girls and the allegations. He's still under inv- the potential investigation in the House Department of Justice, uh, so they aren't pursuing that stuff. But the thing is, uh they i think it was Mark Wayne uh, Mullen Republican from Oklahoma says you know Matt Gates tells you he's the only fiscal conservative and then Mark Wayne Mullen goes on to list remember Matt Gaetz Gates voted for this this and that it's another one of those when people argue and it doesn't make sense when you say well you mm-hmm. teamed up with Democrats you just teamed up with every single democrat in the house yeah, find yeah, a better yeah. reasoning for what you did what's coming up on the show this afternoon Randy
2: well, we are going to be talking economy because, my goodness, uh, look at your 401K, your stock portfolio. We're all going to be working to over 100 the way this market's going. And it's another thank you, Joe moment. So Aaron Headland's going to be with us from Show Me Institute. And Jennifer Bukowski, I can't make any sense out of the circus up in New York City. Hopefully
3: she can. All right. It's coming up, Randy. Oh, what did you say yesterday? John and I were talking. We're like, man, did you hear what Tobler said on the Randy Tobler show yesterday? And we were shocked. And, uh, what did you say?
2: Well, I chided Mayor Buffalo as I'm wont to do when these kind of things come up, so I have to apologize because we get along very well when she's on and I appreciate that. And she's a charming person, but I, I did get on her case and I have to I have to probably say my penance at some point and go to the confessional booth. You know, maybe Brian maybe
3: Brian's priest will let me do that some point. All we'll right, Randy Tobler. Don't miss the show this <laughs> afternoon, forty six. We appreciate you, bud. All right, man. Me, you too. Thanks. Coming up, Morning Bell Business News with a little twist that only Stephanie Bell can give you.
5: I saw this tweet yesterday from a guy, and he said this is an unpopular opinion, but that sphere in Las Vegas is, like, the coolest thing America's done in, like...
3: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathart. Time for the Morning Bell Business News with a little twist that only Stephanie Bell can give you.
5: There's a lot of Chicken Little going on on Twitter right now, and people are saying the sky is falling. Um the futures are in the red today but i've seen a lot of folks talking about how it's not looking good. You know, i'm Tobler said that uh Aaron Headland is coming up on his show and i'd be interested to see if he is feeling the chicken little stuff or if he's thinking we're going to be okay because we've heard that for a long time wow. now and it's it's been better than people have expected. Yeah. But i'm but from like the finance the twitter business bros um, they're really they're really down on the on the economy right now.
3: And we want it to do well. We got a bunch of small businesses in Missouri that are hoping it is. Matter of fact, we have somebody. There's a big uh, big thing called Capital Camp uh, that's coming up next month. It's here, it's the Main
5: Street Main okay. Street
3: Summit. Yeah, uh, he started Capital Camp. The guy is uh, joining us. It's Main Street Summit team. So we want these small local businesses to do well. As a matter of fact, so important they're going to be joining us coming up at eight fifty. So. Yeah, sometimes, you know, we sell, oh, see, things suck under Biden. Ultimately, we want these main street businesses in the Missouri Boulevard businesses, in the stadium Boulevard businesses. We want those businesses to do well.
5: Well, this morning, the futures are down. All of them are sitting at more than a quarter percent down. Um, But let's talk about Las Vegas. I'm headed there soon. Sweet. Go to an annual conference there. I'm super excited. Last time I was out there. Um, I think I was out there maybe the week or the second week that this thing actually turned on. And I was like, what is that? I could see it. It was like this giant black. It looked like a black ball. It's, it's the Las Vegas sphere. And I don't think anyone was paying to use it yet. And so the inside wasn't done. And at first I was like, that's weird like why why and then later i go buy it again and it's like purple i'm like did that thing change i thought it was black did that thing change colors and then later i realize and i find i do some research and i find out the whole thing is a screen, and now you've probably seen it on the internet because it's been a basketball. John's laughing.
3: Do you see it, John? Yeah, it's yeah. cool.
5: It's been a basketball right now. Apparently, it's like a jack-o'-lantern.
1: So here's the why. Biggest, I sh- the, the biggest thing it was, though, and you can relate because you partied with them, they made
3: a big giant puck out of it for the Golden Knights.
5: That's true. It's been like a blinking eyeball. That was really
3: freaky. So here's why you should go and search this out. Because oftentimes, here's what happens. Somebody tells me, oh, you got to go see this. They tell you about something and it's really cool. And you go, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And then they show you the video. It's like, oh, yeah, it's worth going and searching this thing out. Uh, It's really cool. So
5: what leaked this week, so they put on, so they actually did their first big event inside the Sphere this week. And it was the U2 concert and sold out. Lots of celebrities there. Who cares? But the... So it's almost like an IMAX theater in the in on the inside. Apparently the audio is insane. There's speakers all over the place and but the video is insane. And so if you go on Twitter or whatever your social media platform is, go search Sphere U two concert because it was I'm not like a big like I gotta go. I gotta go. It is Crazy! The graphics are insane, but the thing, so it's it's actually the the concert U uh, in is in a residency, so you can you know you can buy tickets to this U two show that's happening. Um, but then also they've got some sort of like postcard from the earth, kind of like a a movie thing that's playing more regularly. That's what we'll be playing next week when I'm there. Um, And then, um, but apparently it's doing very well. Sphere Entertainment shares soared 11% Monday after the U2 concert. Um, But the thing cost over, I think $3 billion to build. No, $2.3 billion to build. Still, you know, an incredible amount of money. Um, The advertising prices leaked recently. So about, it's got about 18,000 seats. Um, but obviously, they're making money on turning the outside to, like John said, to a puck. It's been a basketball before, because I guess the NBA is doing something there, um, here in the, in the future. Um, it's had the trolls movie on the outside, um, but apparently, it's four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to rent the outs like to have the sphere billboard for a day. It's six hundred some thousand dollars to have it for the week. So it's incredible. I think if you're, you know, it's it's on my list of things to see. And I don't...
3: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathart. What has
5: been... All
3: right, so definitely probably a... Uh- A winner of the week tomorrow on a feel-good Friday, we say facetiously, John Kamala Harris. Every Friday, we do feel-good Fridays, winners and losers of the week. And you can send in nominations. And we especially like nominations for winners here in mid-Missouri. We'll be taking those um, tomorrow. Kamala will be on the list for the... What's more embarrassing... Uh, Word salad, which is what she usually does, or to basically, and we've got another, I can keep playing, she's said this like 27 times. She found something that she could say, and it sounds good, and it sounds, you know, I'm Martin Luther King, and I'm going to say these big words, and people will remember my legacy. Which is more embarrassing, to be busted by Wake Up Mid-Missouri for saying this 38 times in a span of 50 seconds, or word salad? Which is more embarrassing? I
5: think we should be embarrassed, actually, yes. <laughs> because with all the technology <laughs> and AI and deep fakes, I am sad because someone has to put together the Kamala NFL explainer for Taylor Swift fans. Like the here are the fundamentals of football, and the fact that no one has done that yet is embarrassing.
3: That's Stephanie Bell. There's <laughs> producer Hannah. Hannah, did you hear uh, Travis Kelsey's criticizing the uh, NFL? Did anything, I did see that. Um, find out why uh there's maybe Eventually. we've been waiting i <laughs> know i'm sorry <laughs> been talking about it since this morning but we got sidetracked by traffic issues and this forgetful brain those are the two things we got sidetracked by uh there's mr john marsh you hear who uh, patrick mahomes is being critical this morning too did you hear this we understand uh-huh. he is
1: huh? hypercritical
3: hypercritical so you got travis criticizing somebody patrick criticizing somebody Brian, who never criticizes anybody, uh, is here. Good morning, Brian.
0: It's good to see you. I, I know there is a story up on ESPN that I thought was intriguing. I'm not sure the the moments, but ESPN basically is saying, right? That there's, don't blow it for us. Okay. I
5: actually uh, want to know. I've been uh, okay. waiting I didn't all re- morning. I, I
0: didn't. I didn't mean. Yeah. But yeah. I, I noticed that. I, I think we're onto the same story then. Yeah. I will get.
3: Uh, okay. We'll get to it. <laughs> so talking about Kamala being, I wanted to share. So I will. Ne- I don't know why I'm admitting this now. Something oh, would, boy.
5: Are you embarrassed? Yeah. Okay.
3: Oh, yeah. So, you know, I don't like to go to... I I, I like to support small local businesses and the, the franchisees of fast food restaurants. Sometimes I get busy and I don't have time to go home and cook. And I'm a bachelor and it sucks cooking for one person. It does? And it also Absolutely. S- sucks going out to a sit-down restaurant and paying for dinner every night. I like to be smart with my money. And... I'm going through a drive through I'm busy, and the dude's even talking to me at the window, man. He's like, hey, you know, good day. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I give him my debit card, and I bought about like $8 worth of tacos. And he's talking, he's being <laughs> all friendly, and he uh, gives me the tacos. And he goes, um, hey, uh, your card only paid for uh, half the tacos.
5: Oh, gosh.
3: And I'm like... Awkward. What? Because I said, well, it's only $8 worth of tacos. And he says... Yeah, so it only paid for four dollars. So now all of a sudden, this guy's doing math for me. I'm like, I know, but I, I, I have money. I, I do.
5: That is the most. Oh, that's horribly embarrassing. And I'm in a
3: drive-through, and now so I'm doing <laughs> two things. I'm trying to pull out. Do I have cash? And then I'm looking at my bank account. Like, what happened?
5: What happened? What
3: happened? <sighs> uh, and so then cars start backing up, and I'm fumbling Darn around. Student
1: loan payments got gotcha.
3: you. <laughs> Uh, and it was, so I keep most of my money in savings. It builds interest and then shift as I needed and didn't. Apparently, shift um that day. And then had it happen Oopsie. to a friend.
4: That's shifty. Right.
3: Yeah. It is shifty. Had That's- it happen to a friend at lunch the other day. And I felt so bad for him because it, we were in a restaurant. But it was kind of the same thing. You know, he's a business owner and so he's constantly moving money around. But I'm like, how embarrassing. Think about those embarrassing things. It happened
5: to me recently. And I, I was, luckily it was online. So oh. I was like, but... But it it is embarrassing, and I had ha- I had hit my limit, and it was actually on one of my business credit cards. And I'm like, what? Why? Like, I'm like, why is this declining? This is so weird. And then I look, and I'm like, why is my business credit card limit so low? Uh, like my personal credit card, I have an. I don't. Is there a limit on an Amex? I don't think there. I mean, I have I don't an Amex. Believe so yeah. And so I'm like what on earth? Um, but yeah, it's it's super embarrassing and it used to happen to me a lot because I used to never travel and so, and our local banks here are really good with their fraud prevention mm-hmm. and so every sure. time I would leave the city, basically, it would decline and so I'd go try to like swipe it at a hotel out of town and it'd be like, nope, and they just, the ho- you know, the hotel, it just, they look at you like, who is this gal from Missouri who has no dollars and it would be so embarrassing but then, the you know, but that's good because the hotel the bank's like, are are you sure? I don't think Stephanie Bell leaves town.
3: Yeah. So what? And I want. What are some other um, in, in embarrassing things? Here is the thing that I get embarrassed by. Maybe you've got something eight seven four ninety three nine. Let's say you're walking out of your car and you're going into somewhere in a very public setting, and all of a sudden you realize you forgot something, and you walk. You can't just like stop and turn around, and you have to like <laughs> tap. Like oh, like I have to like tap my head. Like oh, you know, I just had an epiphany. I forgot something. Uh, and it's embarrassing, and I don't know why.
4: Hands down, the most embarrassing thing that can happen to a human being is clogging the toilet at someone's house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not good.
5: I just heard a story from one of my favorite podcasters. It wasn't clogging the toilet, but she actually got locked in the bathroom and her husband was outside and it was uh, two dudes. And so the whole time, the two dudes think she's like, you know, doing a number two because she's taking forever (laughs) and they can't hear her that she's like trapped in there. And they're both (laughs) standing there waiting for her, like awkwardly looking at each other, being like, why is she taking so long? (laughs) Well,
4: (laughs) So my youngest brother-in-law, he's 15. But a couple years ago, when the fiance and I were first dating, like, I would sometimes stay the weekends at his parents' house where he was living. And the little brother was the king of clogging the toilet and leaving it. And so Uh. it basically sets up the next person. Who goes to use it, and then you have to go? I swear it wasn't me. Like it was like that when
5: I got in there. Yeah, no.
3: Great scene from the movie Dumb and Dumber, where where he goes and. But what about some of those other things? It's like
5: unnecessarily embarrassing. Like you shouldn't be embarrassed when your card declines, like because you're like I have money, like it's. But you're like you're like oh my gosh this person now thinks you know it shouldn't be embarrassing but it is. I think having to find a seat when there's like no assigned seating. I think is horrible. Like when you're in a movie theater or like you walk into an event and you're like, where do I sit? Well, um,
4: I regret to inform you, Stephanie, that uh, there will not be assigned seats at my wedding. Oh, Uh -oh. I hate that.
5: (laughs) Sorry. hate it. I get so nervous. Like, do I want to sit at this table? Do I Uh, want to sit by these people?
0: I would add one thing too about the, and I agree with you on the bank, Central Bank in Jefferson City, which has a big presence in Boone County as well, does have a really good fraud. And a lot of the local banks um very much do. Um the sometimes if someone has a health issue, it can be embarrassing. Yesterday I was at the Columbia Chamber, Jeff City Chamber of Commerce and the Missouri Chamber of Commerce event here in town. Huge turnout. I had a hard time finding a seat. Representative Cherie Tolson Reich actually saved one in the front seat. It, it was packed. It was warm in there. Guys, we had a medical emergency during that here oh, and I yikes. I it the lady hit her head very loud on the ground it appeared it sounded to me like hit her head loud on the ground and i know she was embarrassed i know she was embarrassed she did nothing wrong i'm guessing she was dehydrated but and she was you could tell embarrassed and but dan Meen did the best they cleared that room so to give her privacy and to get paramedics a chance to get in there so She has nothing to beat. But I I know for her, that was a terrible experience. Um, Don't want to speak for her, but I could tell. And it's just I think they handled it very well to give her. um, And by the way, kudos to Representative Curtis Gregory. He performed first aid on her. He's a good dude. He and he he came in late because it was so hard to get a parking spot. Happened to be right next to her, but I he he did uh, and and helped her right away. So I hope I don't know who she is. I've never seen the lady before, younger lady, but I hope she's if she's listening. I hope she's feeling better.
3: Some of those things that uh, can be embarrassing. I think Travis Kelsey he must be embarrassed. He's lambasting the NFL. Do you see what he's mad at the NFL about, John? Yes. Go ahead. What is it?
5: Yeah, I'm <laughs> waiting. I want to know. He's uh, he thinks they're
1: overdoing it with the with the TV shots and the close-ups of a a certain to tour singer when she appears at
3: the ball oh, games. Please. Uh, and then Patrick Mahomes. He's so Travis is like, man, yeah, the NFL. Keep this on the uh, on the down low. I think you're overdoing it. And who's Patrick Mahomes criticizing? Travis. Uh, really? No. He's, cur- he's oh. criticizing Patrick Mahomes. Huh. He's saying, yeah, I ain't been playing well. I know we're three and one. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. the big old servant of leftovers. <laughs> Enjoy. All right, and in leftovers today, we find the uh, folks, uh, the event director, Main Street Summit, which is coming up next month right here in mid-Missouri. Clayton Dorj is joining us on the show this morning. Clayton, welcome in. Glad you could be here. Tell us about this big Main
6: Street Summit, man. You bet. Glad to be here. Thanks. Yeah, Main Street Summit's coming up on November 8th and 9th. Uh, We're creating a business festival here in downtown Columbia mainly, and we're hoping to attract Uh, you know, over 800 attendees for this first year and we're bringing in over 100 speakers from all over the world. Anything related to small, medium sized businesses, uh, whether it's operating, running. Investing in our service providers too. Uh, we're hoping to provide a ton of content for learning and just connecting and growing kind of together as business owners and operators.
3: And I love this because um is uh, my friend who sits to the left of me every morning here on the show, Stephanie Bell. She's uh, she owns some small local businesses. Talk about the importance because you know we talk about workforce development, whatever it is, and how, how the challenges facing small local business owners here in Mid Missouri. But can you kind of drill down a little bit on that importance, like? what people, business owners, right here in Mid-Missouri, what they can gain from this?
6: Yeah, sure. I think a lot of different things. One would be, uh, if you run into business, I mean, it can be, you know, challenging and potentially lonely, too. You don't have anyone to share those challenges with or kind of learn from others who have gone through something similar. So just connecting and being surrounded by fellow business owners, I think, can be valuable. And then specifically skills-wise, uh, whether it's, you know, Sales, marketing, uh, recruiting, and retaining high-quality talent, I think those are all similar challenges no matter what industry you're in, and we're bringing in experts to kind of go into the, the nuances of there and provide potential solutions that I think any business owner would would be glad to have and hear and at least discuss and bring new perspectives to this is clayton doors
3: he is the event director main street summit big event coming up capital camp uh next month
5: i will say i've watched what you did with capital camp and so i was on the pre-list for main street and i have two tickets already i'm going so i was excited to hear that you're coming on the show today um but uh, you know and i was watching and looking at your speakers list who in particular are you excited uh to hear from uh at the summit
6: yeah sure i think um a uh, bigger one i think he's an author uh shane Parrish. i think he can provide a lot of new ways to kind of navigate some hard-hitting decisions uh whether you know whatever challenge a business owners kind of going through he can help with some decision frameworks and and thinking clearly through that um i think who else let's see bill del De- 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 alessandro is uh is a in the weeds operator um running he's run multiple companies and he's thrown, uh, you know, different ones in different ways. And I think he can provide a lot of perspectives on ways to sell uh, scale e-commerce and marketing companies all the way down to physical products and the challenge of supply chain and, you know, things that come with that and growing, especially during the last few years. So oh, and
5: oh, how many people are you expecting to attend?
6: Uh, about 800
3: and I love this because uh it's serious investing conversations in shorts and sandals in <laughs> and I'm all about the shorts and sandals Clayton. I want to ask you uh this could we do before we let you go I want to make sure we uh can direct people to get tickets because this is a very important thing. This is a this is a great opportunity and it's happening in mid Missouri. But like when folks walk away from this Clayton, they're done with the 3-day event, is there kind of like a common theme folks come up to you and say this is the thing that surprised me the most. Like, what's the biggest takeaway from folks that have attended this or the thing that surprised them the most?
6: Sure. Actually, this is, so this is for Main Street Summit happening in November. Capital Camp is an event we do for investors in May. We've done that for, in Columbia, Missouri um, for four years now. This Main Street Summit is the first one and uh, and happening in November. And so I think this one is tailored more towards small medium-sized business owners and and managers. And I think they're going to learn from um, just kind of sharing what it's like being in the trenches and actually trying to grow and and run a good company and and do it in a a good way that benefits, you know, not only them, their team and their community, but uh, customers kind of from whatever target market they're aiming for.
5: Yeah, I think that's really exciting because I haven't gone, um, I, I, you know, I've watched what you've done with Capital Camp, and I'm not an investor, I'm an owner. So I think this is really interesting, and I've mm-hmm. done work with Downtown Association. We've talked to the folks from downtown uh, Columbia, and I just, you know, so many small and medium-sized business owners here in mid-Missouri. I think it's great. I guess, you know, I think this is the first year, so are you expecting um, this event to be an annual event here in mid-Missouri?
6: yeah of course we hope so i think this would be a huge um addition and a good thing to bring to columbia missouri i think there's um you know we're trying to learn as much from the true false folks uh as as much as possible just with what they've done and what they've brought back and bring to the community year after year we'd love to you know apply as much from them and their learnings and what we've learned from kind of the event world and the business uh specific world that you know apply that to creating a festival type experience for the whole entire business ecosystem.
3: So in other words, it's not like a big, long, drawn out, boring thing with Zoom calls and rolling a conference. It's
6: a really cool thing. How do we get tickets, Clayton? Yeah, MainStreetSummit.com. Uh, prices are increasing on Monday, actually, for last, uh, any remaining spots. Uh, MainStreetSummit.com, you can find tickets and we have a few different ticket types that you can choose from. All right, MainStreetSummit.com. Anything else you'd like
3: to add here in the in the final 30 seconds?
6: Yeah, we hope to have uh, as much, you know, local representation from Columbia as possible. I think there's some really strong, um, impactful business owners right here in Columbia, and we want to get get them a part of this event, especially this first year as we get getting the word out. Um, I know we'll have hundreds of people coming from outside of Columbia, and just to put on, you know, the best... Best face forward, uh, what we can do and show what we have happening here in Columbia, I think we'll
3: go a long way. Uh, if you're in Moberly, if you're in Jefferson City, California, Fulton, no matter where you are in Sedalia, this is something you want to um, check out, get online, get those tickets. Clayton, we appreciate what you guys are doing, and we appreciate you joining us here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri this morning.
6: Yeah, thank you guys very much.
3: All right, you have a good time. Appreciate, you know, these small business owners, like anything that they can